You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. Not today, Chris. Yeah, definitely not. I should say, Larry, here, here are your hosts, Larry and Chris. At least for today, anyway, yes. Yeah, that's it. You know, because my mom, unfortunately, can't be here for this yeah, one. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> She's going over to Allegheny to stay overnight tonight oh, with nice. my dad. So that's... <laughs> she She said, she goes, I got to get my afternoon nap in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now crocked. And then her run to Tim Timmy Hose mm-hmm. for the 4 o'clock run. Probably, yeah. Well, what a couple days it has been. We all slept till like noon today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, was definitely did. You've been down here a couple of days, a trip that we've had on the books for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Finally came off, and we have one thing left to do, and that's go fishing. Well, two things. Yeah. Is do this podcast, mm-hmm. and then go fishing. Yep. And came in Tuesday afternoon, and, it's, you know, had a good time, came back to the house, and spent some time with you over here, and, you know chilled out and relaxed and then went to no name blues uh what was it wednesday night i went out there yeah yeah went you to still call them no name blues mm-hmm. i still the... i can't get over myself calling them the reveal yeah. i yeah. mean that's okay which they were good i enjoyed them yes yeah too. good rock and roll aren't they yeah they're good they're different you know they're good they're i can understand them clearly and i can yeah you know understand what they're saying and I did a couple cool covers the other night. Did Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And did uh, some Sabbath. They do War Pigs. Yeah, and then we all played. We all played the games and. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and. Well, you ran the table on pool. You smoked me bad. But we can't forget you over there. <laughs> the whoop- darts. Whooping our butts and darts. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, can't forget that. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Your, your uncle Brian and I tore it up back in the day. You told me we about it. a good it. team, yep. When we had you, our own custom darts, spending $50 a set on them you know, in when, the 90s. When you didn't make one, Uncle Brian did. And then when Uncle Brian didn't make one, you did. So it was a perfect team. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. And on the last episode, you've been, you've been uh, doing a good job keeping us updated on your work status. And while you were here, got a good phone call. Yeah, I got a good... Well, I got a text message from my job coach and... Uh, she told me that um, tech, currently right now I was supposed to be on probation till November, but as of a couple of days ago, my job coach texted me and told me that Moog wants me to be a permanent staff. That's probably way too loud. <laughs> I'm, sure you'll, I'm sure you'll get to edit that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I make extra work for myself. Congratulations, Chris. So now, what does that mean? Now that you're no longer on probation, now what? Uh, tell us all the bennies you get out of that. So that means that uh, I will be officially become a Moog employee, and I think starting Sunday night when I go back, I have to make sure I'm, my information is logged into the to their computers and my, um, you know my. ID and stuff is all in there, and I gotta, I gotta. My boss said I gotta take a lot of tests and all that stuff to, that I've missed out. But I mean, that's the. That's just more of the orientation, things like that. Moog is a great company. 
it is a great company Everyone, to work for. Every, yeah, people are lifers when they go there. Oh, yeah. Everybody's mm-hmm. so, you know, everybody's been so gracious with me since I've gotten there, and everybody's been so wonderful with me, and they've really taken me in, and so I've been really gracious enough to move, and I've been thinking, I think this may be the job I stick with for the rest of my life. Oh, wow. That's that's nice. It's a good feeling. You enjoy it. You're good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, how how like uh, what were some of the things um, your job coach helped out with that would have been tough just doing it by yourself? Um, I don't really think any. I mean, the cleaning aspect I've nailed it down. I've gotten. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a no brainer. You got that down. Yeah, I've taken. I've gotten that part down. They. The only part they've had to talk to me about is just making sure, you know, my mouth doesn't get me into trouble sometimes because you, you've you known sometimes I have a tendency to say things that, you know, yeah, kind of, oh, love like, it. Kind of backfires. <laughs> kind of so, backfires. <laughs> so what the, like, yeah. So she kind of told me, she goes, just, you know, kind of. <laughs> kind of backfires. I mean, she. my job <laughs> coach it. said, she goes, I'm kind of the same way you are, and I've had to adapt my mouth, too. So she, just, she's working on it with me, but right. it's a work in progress. No, that's good. That's uh, The interview's an important part. I, some, you want to share the, tell the story about one interview? You're like, they asked you what your deficits were and what just rolled right out of your mouth. <laughs> I think, um, I'm trying to think, uh, I think it was for the Bills when I interviewed for the, ah, yeah, when I interviewed yeah, for the Bills, I believe. I think it was, they said, what are some of the things you need to work on? And I just came right out and said, at UB, I've, I've been late a lot and I, you know, I've, I, have, I need to work on that. <laughs> well, that's all right, you know, <laughs> it happens. But I'm, I'm sure we've all been late to Painfully things. transparent and honest, Chris Tobia, right there. <laughs> well, my, I'm, my I'm mom, late a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has said, I, my mom has said that I do things kind of last minute, like I go at my own, my own way, and kind of. I'm kind of last minute to a lot of things. So yeah. Well, you know what though? That's all right. You you uh, you got the job and you you jumped probation. So what are the the benefits of the like you you're uh, got some pretty good vacation time and, and other days like you got yeah. a lot of days off, man. Yeah. So the um so I get a lot of holidays off. Um. I actually took a picture of it in my phone. So like um starting from the beginning of the year i get new year's off um i also get easter off and a floating holiday right before memorial day so it's a long weekend yeah i also get memorial day off i get independence day labor day thanksgiving day and the day after thanksgiving and then i get christmas eve i have to go in for a half a night and then christmas day i have the full day off oh nice plus then you get four weeks or uh 20 days of actual vacation days and that's that's like fantastic yeah so i said you already have it planned out what you're gonna do yeah so i get four weeks a year of vacation time and they say if we don't use that then it kind of that's like fades away um but i've been thinking as to what i'm gonna do with it i'm thinking one year or one week i'm gonna take and go to florida with my family because we usually do that every year um one year, I'm going to take and come down here for Fish Fest. I'll, there we go. I'd like to know. hear that. Yeah, so any of you viewers listening, you know, Fish Fest is a little festival. A that little might, promo. You know, 
little festival that my uncle and my uncle Larry and Aunt Mary came up with. So that's check, right. Should check them out. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, fishproductions.rocks. There you go. Um, Three weeks from today, we'll be now from now until that day is like a nonstop bundle of nerves in your stomach <laughs> when you've been working on something for like seven months. Kind of, you know, it's kind of like almost a wedding day in that sense. But uh, yeah, we do it for the love of the people here in town and um it's for a cause too it's for suicide prevention and awareness that sadly mary and i have experienced in her family and up close with um close friends so we we feel that being together is important for the human psyche and the organizers and everybody that's a part of this are just they're fantastic people so there's a purpose with this besides showing off nashville rock and metal Mm -hmm. besides that yeah well thanks for the promo yeah you got me in a different mindset there i I figure i'd get so figure out your vacation yeah i figure i'd get you started on that so chris you'll be a regular at fish fest then going forward right i'm gonna try to be yes i'm gonna try to be a regular at fish fest all right that's what we like to hear um i'm also gonna take a week and go down to virginia to go see my brother in one of his football games there we go and spend some time with him because it's a it's a very rare i mean it's usually when i'm up here i try to spend all the time i can with him because you know like you guys talked about on one episode where we talk about my autism diagnosis like i heard him say like he looks up to me or something like, yeah he well, you know that's nice and i do you know he's you know he's he can be a pain in the rear sometimes my older brother can but he's well, he's always there for you. Always. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's been there for me since day one. And I know. think the incessant teasing and the bullying is just the way you guys bond. And uh, even though, you know, and, and I think your reactions are just so classic to it that he, that's why he keeps doing it. Yeah. And <laughs> but they, anyway, my, it's my, like a way you guys bond and it's hilarious. Sometimes. Yeah. And my brother and sister have a rule. They always say only they can tease me. Only they Only, can. That's it. And that um, was Laura and R's rule, too. too um, <laughs> pretty much the same thing uh, with each other. Yeah. The way, yeah, when the it way came you... down, it was, we threw down if someone was teasing one of the other. Laura actually, like, went after someone who was fighting me or something. When we were little, she just, like, dove right in. You know, we were, that's just how we were. It's kind of the same how case. How we with, are still. It's really. kind of the same case with John John, yeah. too. Like, you guys get on John John's case, but if anybody else does it, you guys are right there for him all the time and yeah when you yes. guys get on john john's case it, it's <laughs> well, hilarious i mean it's, it's so- just like what brothers and sisters do you know i don't know but it is they are always there for you and that's um that's yeah. class that's and they've, the best and they've said too like oh, they're only the ones that can tease me my brother and sister are but they said if anybody else does they'll be right there for me so that's i i guess i accept that rule but i don't really like it well, congratulations on the job. So you just talk, uh, enjoy that vacation. But let's talk about this vacation for a minute. Let's yeah. uh, break it down and evaluate it. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, you know, it was funny when we were we were walking in to the concert, and I'm like, well, how long is it going to be before Chris has a funny story to tell of just something odd that happened, and you know that only you can retell with so much fervor <laughs> and so much. Perfect. I mean, you, you even do the inflection of the person's voice when you redo a story. So last night, the whole reason why you came down here is to go see Fozzie. There it is. We saw him last night. Uh-huh. Um, we saw him last night, and it was just incredible. Like they are so. I mean, they're they're so. They were so cool to 
see and so cool to be a part of. It was right right up, excuse me, right up close and yeah, you know, we were close Small enough to crowd. the stage. Bought a shirt last night, so I got a new shirt. Um, you got then, blown up on Twitter too from just from a couple of your posts. Yeah, I what put up did, a, uh, the people that don't know who Fozzie is. Go ahead and explain it. So Fozzie is a rock band that was or, organized in 1999, and it was formed then. And Chris Jericho's been the lead singer ever since then. And I'm pretty sure they've had a couple members that have come and gone, but most of them, everybody has stayed consistent. But uh, um, your friend, Pastor Bob, you know, tried, oh, yes. tried getting tried getting me a meet and greet with Jericho, which I'm a big fan of his. And, you know, both wrestling and in music, you know, I've been a fan of his ever since. And so I wanted to meet him. And unfortunately, it couldn't get done, which, you know, it, it, it happens. You know, they I'm just glad Pastor Bob was able to talk to him and was at least reached out to him. So that's. He attempted, you know. Yeah, and, I know. At least it was, the, um, the attempt was made. But we enjoyed the show last night, and the band before Black Satellite, uh, they they weren't too bad, you know. I didn't really mind them. Uh, we were able to get a picture with the one lead singer uh, over to the side. Yeah, that yeah, was, nice picture. We're going to actually, I also have a clip of you rocking out to... Um, to one of the songs last night and you're filming and uh that if you want to go check out that video and uh be a part of what we've been doing go check out chris rocking out to chris jericho and fozzy on the supporting siblings website yeah. uh it's it's just uh you can share the joy of what we did that night and some killer rock and roll killer they yeah man they're, they're I was, really good uh, i was impressed now there was you know about a third of the presentation was all wwe but <laughs> I mean that's his identity and that's that's cool, but it was it uh, great front man and singer. And yeah. I mean it was some, um, you know I I've listened to the popular ones. It's you know um, I haven't like really I heard a lot of new stuff last night that was really good. Yeah. Like, Whoa, this is pretty heavy. Yeah. And, and a couple good covers too, huh? Yeah, their their new song. They, they did ACDC. Yeah, they yeah. they did that in the encore. They covered Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, which yeah. was pretty sweet yeah that was good uh their new song they did at first it was called sane which was really good um i actually enjoyed that one a lot of them i knew last night a lot of them were good tunage like i mean some of the ones i know were painless uh that's another one of his songs drinking with jesus is another one yeah that's a good tune that's um, a good sing-along tune i actually and, I like and mary one. actually pointed out something to me yesterday that i didn't even know like i they were so Jericho was talking, and he were he was getting ready to do his song "Enemy," and I shouted it before before he even said it. And the guitar player actually pointed to me when I yeah. shouted it, which I uh, I didn't even notice uh, it, but I thought Mary that did. I thought she, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so thanks to the guitar player for giving me that uh, shout out. I guess you could say, <laughs> you know. But uh, that was awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the uh, yeah, just beaming over here. So um, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. And again, go to supportingsiblings.com and check out. You can actually follow you on Instagram and Twitter and Instagram because uh, you you woke up to some cool things there. What ha- What did you see this morning? Yeah. So as I um, as I'm looking at my picture. Yeah, as I'm looking at my phone right now, I'm still getting likes galore from this yeah. picture. But, uh, but what's I post- the highlight of that? Yeah, I posted a picture of uh, Chris Jericho 
singing in, in his concert yesterday, and um, so far I've gotten 74 likes on it and six, eight retweets. There you go. Which I didn't realize. And retweets? Who retweeted it, though? And <laughs> This um, is the good part. So the best part was I got a notification this morning saying I got a retweet from both Fozzie itself, their page itself, and Chris Jericho himself. There you go. So I was actually pretty glad about that. And just as I was looking, I got a 75th like, too, on it. Mm. So the likes just keep pouring in and that's pouring it. in. So well, we haven't even put the video up yet. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll it'll be up. Yeah. But uh, we'll see where that goes now with making this announcement to watch it and get the yeah. feeling the love people mm-hmm. share in a moment. And, you know, so it's, you know, it's been, a, it's been a fun time I've had here. And, you know, the unfortunate part is I have to leave tomorrow, you know, which is unfortunate. But, yeah. uh not before we catch some fish tonight yeah I, I hope we catch some fish tonight and you know t- um, tonight I'm going back to your son Jake's to yep. stay overnight there because he's going to take me to the airport because he lives like super close nice um, you know so I've had a good few days here staying and then oh yeah cornhole was the other game we played oh yeah Jake your son okay, your son ahead. Jake whooped our yeah tails and yeah i want to share with the group uh what she said about <laughs> i see i didn't think it was fair no see got crickets there and see i didn't think it was fair because i had a partner who's had like multiple back surgeries he's and, talking about me you know <laughs> and you know so his throwing was a little off and then well yeah every i mean literally every, it sounds silly but throwing those bean bags after like one game my back hurts and i like I'm just like, yeah. So I mean, I consider you know it's different I, than horseshoes. I joked with Uncle Larry last night. I told him he was fired from being my partner. <laughs> so <laughs> you seem to play that noise a lot, don't you? <laughs> Here we go. Now we're opening up. Well, this is a good transition into uh, something. I, okay, so the the show hadn't started yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go out to the car. Uh, run out to the car and get my my stick my little flip stick so i could sit yeah and I, and uh, you hung out with mary jake and Corey there just kind of standing in the room and uh, i'll let you take <laughs> take in from there and tell it the way you told it as best you can last night <laughs> yeah so i was trying to enjoy the band black satellite and because they were a band i've never heard before and i was trying to enjoy them and i had this guy come up to me he seemed like he was drunk I'm not, you know, I could probably guarantee that. He had that. a few adult beverages. Yeah, he seemed like he was drunk, and he literally came up face-to-face with me, like, you know, <laughs> almost nose-to-nose, and 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 he pretty much described it. He, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing already. Go ahead, Chris. He pretty much said, um, he pretty much, like, screamed in my face pretty much that he has a bladder like a squirrel. <laughs> that's what he said now yeah. you gotta do it like and you did it last night so if i had to imitate this guy he like came up to me and he and he said it like this he said dude i have the bladder of a squirrel <laughs> and then just keeps on walking well after he told him that i'm like i was like cool to know bro not really not really into that and uh so then he goes to the bathroom and then he comes out and comes up to me again. Same guy, you know, same guy. I don't even know. He probably knew I was the same person. And he, <laughs> what does he say again? Said it, said it literally a second time. And he's like, 
I have the bladder of a squirrel. And the, I think the, the part that I made everybody laugh was I said to the guy, I'm like, I heard you the first time, bro. So. Oh, Chris, but just, you know, walk away for one second and all of a sudden, you know, well, you wouldn't believe what happened here. No, I mean. <laughs> That's just funny for you. Oh, man, it's funny. So. Let's uh, let's uh, pick something apart here. Let's go talk about Jericho, like his wrestling career versus his music career. Because mm-hmm. you've been a big fan for a long time, so break down any you know any kind of comparison you want to make to the ring and his rock and roll stuff. Because now you've seen it, seen him do both, right? Uh, yeah, I've seen him do both, and uh, so his uh, music career, he's you know he's not too. He doesn't seem like he's too heavy, but he doesn't seem like he's too light either. He's like that just right amount. And, man, when he screams, he can scream. Like Yeah, right. I mean, there were a couple times where, like, he would get a um, a singing part, and he would just be still screaming into the mic, and I'd be like, man. Yeah, he had, you... he had some long, long screams there. Yeah. He practiced that and a little bit. I'm sure that's probably taken a lot of practice to do. And, uh, but yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought to myself, I'm like, dang, this guy's got a, this guy's got a singing voice and, um, you know, his band, his band is pretty good too. Like they, they each had guitar solos and, um, you know, so that was cool to see. And they were like motioning with the crowd and, you know, there was very a point. devoted fans. Somebody was holding up a, uh, Chris Jericho wrestling doll. Yeah, Chris, it was where's a, yours? It was an <laughs> AEW action figure of Chris Jericho, and uh, you know, so I'll get to the wrestling portion in a second. But uh, you know, I have a I have Chris Jericho action figures. I just didn't bring them down because I didn't think I'd actually see people with it. Um, but I <laughs> go with that noise again. But I wanted to see for myself what a Fozzie concert was like, and last night I got to experience it, and I thought I thought it was pretty awesome and my ears were like my ears were ringing so bad what? afterwards you know because the way whole way home i was going what'd you say what 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 and it was so crack we walked in and like hey guys there's earplugs you know they think they were 50 cents and i'm like anyone want earplugs you know there's a machine right there but i think you were so like drawn into the stage out you i guess you didn't hear it because yeah you're like why didn't you tell me they had earplugs I'm yeah like, oh, okay. I yeah and, and aunt mary <laughs> was saying she goes i told you there were earplugs i'm like you didn't say anything about it and she <laughs> no, you, d- you know we both did yeah it's fine though m- maybe they said it i was i was too busy admiring the place too. that's what i'm saying you're walking like, in you're, you're walking into the basement east um a, a great venue here in town that because it's small it sounds good and when you walk in you're like wow this is you know I'm 50 feet away from from the performance. Yeah, and right, and I know you were pretty enthralled. You just walk in and go, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, love those I, kind of shows. I right? didn't do it like that, but well, uh, you know, in it, your head, you know, yeah, just like yes, you know. But they, uh, it was cool <laughs> because you got to that. see the stage right in front of you, and then like right to the left, there was a bar right there, and you got to get drinks or whatever, mm-hmm. all while enjoying the show. Like they were still playing and little merch area. Yeah, they had a merch area over to the side, which I bought a shirt last night. So I, you know, that was that was really cool. Um, so now on to his uh, 
he gave a pretty good description of how he uh, how he is on stage there singing and doing Fozzie. What about uh, what about his wrestling career? Like, and anything you, you Chris, your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. So his wrestling career has been absolute stellar one. Um, you know, I mean, if I start off in WCW, he was a four-time cruiserweight champion, uh, one-time world television champion. So wow. that was kind of the start of his career. And then when he got to... When was that, 90s? Yeah, that was probably in like the late 90s. And then when he got to WWE, he was the first, very first ever undisputed champion, which that's a that's probably his biggest accomplishment was he was it was a brand new title and uh you know it was the first title i mean technically it was two titles but they were meshed together and chris jericho was the first guy to hold it and which was very impressive um he's been a three-time world heavyweight champion you know two-time world champion um uh nine-time intercontinental champion which is probably like the it's like got to be the most reigns out of anybody for the Intercontinental title or it's been that way for like years he's been a two-time United States champion you know he's been a European champion hardcore champion uh, two-time tag team champion five-time world tag team champion um, you know Grand Slam champion triple crown champion you know so he he's done it all you know and now a podcaster on top of it yeah he's, have you uh what do you think of that? Have you heard Talk is Jericho? I've heard. Maybe we can get you on as a guest. <laughs> Wouldn't that I would, be cool? I would love that, man. That would be that would just be incredible. I mean, but again, that'd be up to him. Yeah, you know. But uh, that would be my that would be like a dream come true for me. All right. I well, mean, keep dreaming it. Picture it. Yeah, we'll send this to him and see what happens. Maybe Pastor Bob can, yeah. you know, maybe you can put in a good word for. Yeah, him. maybe Pastor Bob can get a good word in for me in that one. And uh, all right, we'll see. We'll. We'll do our best. So I, when we come back here, we're going to take a quick break. And then, uh, you know what, it's, it's about time to go fishing. Yeah, it's I'm about, just looking at the clock here. Yeah, it's getting to be about time. It's getting time. to be about that time. So we'll come back and wrap up. This has been fun there, nephew. Mm. Yeah, it definitely has. Yeah. It definitely has. And I've, I've enjoyed... I've enjoyed my time here, and the time's been kind of short, but yeah, hopefully and, uh, next year I'll be able to come down you. for a yeah. Hopefully <laughs> I'll be able to come down for a week, and then hopefully my mother will be able to join us yeah. on an episode while I'm down here. Oh yeah, that, we got to do that. Well, when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up our episode with Chris so that we can go do some fishing. Maybe we'll have some fishing pictures to post up at supportingsiblings.com make sure you go there you can follow us and read laura's blogs she does beautiful blogs and um that's my that's my mama that's it supporting siblings we'll be right back Supporting siblings here with my nephew in the fishbowl. How do you like the vibe in here? It's definitely different, that's for yeah. sure. How would no. you describe it? First of all, what Chris, tell me, what time is it? It's two minutes to midnight. <laughs> Literally all the time. That clock never moves. That's and it. John John always asks, he's like, what time is it there in the studio? And, and yeah. Uncle Larry always says, you know what time it is. And he'll say, two minutes to midnight? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then I see you got a shark head on the wall up there, mm-hmm. you know. That's yeah, that's a Halloween mask. That's actually my profile picture for Apple. 
That's it. Just I keep saying, don't get any ideas with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, getting a picture with you wearing it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, but don't get any ideas of him attacking me like you always have. Like, yeah. oh, hey, let's go to, he said to me today, let's go to Australia and, and experiment with all these animals out here, which they're all poisonous. And they're all... <laughs> See, we play practical jokes on each other. Um, and, and in the family, we were talking about bullying and teasing and all that. But we also were, were pretty darn good at planning practical jokes. Mm-hmm. And one of the funny stories I want to pay tribute to a dear friend of mine that I just lost, William Knight, um, just uh, in, in um, actually the, in day after my birthday, which really was lousy. But um, he he came in on a, I want to tell a little backstory and you showed me this video and it just um, uh, made everything better. Uh, Will's passing, I pulled out some old videos and we took a trip to Buffalo and pulled one off on you that was major. But we gotta do the backstory first. Yeah. All right? So you being the big, you've uh, the whole world, whoever's listening knows what kind of wrestling fan you are. So when you mm-hmm. go, you get, you get right on the entrance. Mm-hmm. You don't play, you yep. get the good seats. Yep. And uh, uh, why don't you go ahead and share what happened at this uh, this one particular thing. And you know what? Maybe we can even, I think it would be another reason for people to go to Supported Siblings. You send me that clip of that video, and I'll match it with what we videotaped, how this turned into a serious practical joke, mm-hmm. and um, how where, where we went with it. All right? So, um, but give the story. We have the video evidence you can you can see this happen and if we give me a copy of this video i'll highlight it yeah the interaction so go ahead chris yeah so when i people that know me when i go to wrestling events i don't hold back i you know i yell everything um from the most uncensored thing to the least censored thing <laughs> i mean i'll yell everything under the sun and uh-huh. uh <clears throat> you know so there whoops was... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and so this was uh, tell about the match. Or so you... there was a wrestler. Or there's a wrestler and uh, who is released now, but his name is Bray Wyatt, and most people know the story, but most people don't. So I've never really particularly cared for him because I thought he was an Undertaker ripoff. Now Undertaker's always been my favorite of all time, and he still is to this day. And I don't like anybody that I feel is an absolute ripoff of him. Because there's nobody that can. So his entrance is, like, eerie similar to The Undertaker's. Um, And so he was walking down the ramp for a match in Buffalo. And it was right before he was getting ready to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania 31. And I was yelling to him that Undertaker was going to whoop his, you know what, at WrestleMania. His hind end. Yeah. (laughs) Except I said the A word. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And there you go, Chris. There's that transparent honesty I love. (laughs) So, Laura, your thoughts. (laughs) Unfortunately, she can't be here for those thoughts. So that would probably be a good time to play the crickets. (laughs) You're probably right, Chris. Laura, your thoughts. <laughs> and may, maybe okay. she'll get to hear these. All right. So anyway, you're so, you're 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 yeah. tossing some. So I'm tossing jabber, some. You're John with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, face so, to face. So I'm yelling as he's walking down the ramp, and I yell so loud that he hears me, 
and he comes walking back, and he pretty much is going, says who, says who, like, pretty much who said that. So he saw me, and I said it again, <laughs> and he looked at me dead in the face, and he said that I was 130 pounds, that I shouldn't talk to him like that. <laughs> so... At that point, you know, he walked away from me, and I yelled it again. And at that point, I was like all sorts of like I had, um, just the adrenaline pumping through me. At that point, I was that was awesome. And so he was facing Randy Orton, and so he kept running out of the ring, or he kept scooting out of the ring, and I kept yelling at him to get back in the ring. And so he would mouth off to me a couple times, and you know, so I told him, I'm like, get back in there and fight. And so then there was a point where Randy Orton's waiting for him to get back in the ring, and he starts to, and he steps back, and then he looks back towards the entranceway, and he looks back to Orton. And then he drops down, and he walks, he starts walking up the ramp, and I'm not even exaggerating with this story. He literally comes right up to me and starts <laughs> jawjacking me again. And what him, him and I are like, now what? Him and I are like eye to eye at this point. And I'm like, yelling in his face and he's yelling mine and I distracted him long enough where I saw out of the corner of my eye Randy Orton comes running up to us and starts pounding on Bray yeah. and distracting him. the chair or something? Yeah. No, he just started wailing on him was ba- on his like on his back. So So that abruptly ended. Yeah, so but thank you to Orton for that because if if Orton didn't I probably would have gotten my rear kicked in, but <laughs> Okay, so there's the, there's the setup to the to the how this turned into a practical joke. So maybe a month or two after that, um, of course, Laura tells us this whole story, and uh, I make a trip to Buffalo with my beloved friend William Knight, and it was a great trip, road trip. We actually had cameras rolling and got hours and hours of footage, and that that's for another time, but. On the ride up, my sister sets Will, who you've never met at this point. You've never you've heard his music, but you've never met him, so you didn't know what he looked like. Yep. And here's Will dressed in all black, and um, uh, just he was a tough looking guy, big guy. And we have this on videotape again. Go to supportingsiblings.com. Maybe we'll put up a little edited uh, thing of showing the interaction between you and Bray Wyatt, and then what happened when Will came to the house. And um, my only regret on, on that was that I ended the joke. I was so excited and laughing. I couldn't contain myself anymore. And uh, you didn't know I was coming, right? Mm-hmm. So here I'm hiding with the camera rolling. Somebody or Katie was videotaping. And up walks uh, my buddy Will. And go ahead. I, I don't even, the thing is, I don't even remember how it went. Like, you, I mean. <laughs> Um, Chris, let me take you back. Yeah. <laughs> so, after that throwdown, you know, you this was still lingering in the air. You were talking about it often. So, Will walks up and says, I'm a representative of Bray Wyatt, and I understand you want to cha- he wants to challenge you to a match, basically. And, Chris, your jaw... <laughs> like <laughs> you got the you did the real like uh you just uh, so i'll tell you what we're gonna make people go watch the reaction but <laughs> it uh that's the build to it and and uh 
Will was so funny. He even said he wants you to bring all 130 pounds of your hind end in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, oh, man. but at that point, oh, I thought to great. myself, at that point, I thought to myself, like, this is for real. Like, this is this oh, is like. Oh, we totally had you. And as I said, if I had not jumped into the scene, and uh, it could have kept going. Oh and yeah, I, I regret that because um, we had we we had you. Mm-hmm. That you were challenged to a match with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> he <laughs> like, just has his glasses on and he takes his glasses off. I'm a representative of Mr. Bray Wyatt. I understand. <laughs> and the thing is, is like you have you, a problem with him. The the thing is, if you didn't stop the joke, I probably would have went up to my brother Vince and I would have said, "Start training me because I got a match to prepare for." You know, <laughs> I probably just would have said like. I'll just start pumping iron as much as possible and start re- learning to wrestle and stuff. And and then when I found out it was a joke, I was like, in my head, I was kind of thinking, well, thank God. But at the same point in time, I was like, that would have been so cool. Like yeah. that. Oh, I know that. Well, you know, there is that part of it. We had you, we had you go in there. But look at look at this though. We're laughing about it. How many years later? And uh, I I have a feeling that um, anyone else that goes and checks out the video will laugh with us. And you know what, Chris? That's a good thing. Yeah. That's part of supporting siblings or family members. doesn't matter. Yeah. And, uh, of us of us laughing together and, and um, you know, like planning all this stuff out. Come on in. You can come in. We're, we're wrapping up. Hi, Jake. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's done it. It's time to go. You want to do some dancing, Jake? He's like, no, time to go fishing. Jacob did some but, uh, dancing at the concert yesterday. So I think sure. maybe we'll just leave it there that, you know, I, it's um, it's a cool thing that we do, this practical joking. and, and um, But, again, it, the support you get when, mm-hmm. the, when the need is there for to get something from your brothers, sisters, or your family members, we're all here for each other. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's, but we keep laughing our way through the crisis. Because I always say, especially now with all the COVID times, laughter's the best medicine to have. That's and, it. There you go. That's, yeah. you know, I try to laugh as much as possible, especially nowadays. And I've gotten some good laughs here. I mean, with, you well, know, we have a few more going fishing. That always happens, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Whether it's you losing a pole or, or, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, let's not go there. I'm not losing. <laughs> no one's losing any polls. <laughs> and as you can hear today, my voice isn't a little, or my voice isn't as normal as it is, or it doesn't sound as normal just because of last night I was singing and screaming my head off at Fosdy, and today I'm a little hoarse. So nice. You know, I'm trying to be as understanding as people can be of listening, and hopefully oh. you listeners out there are having a good time and enjoying this so that's amen amen and that's a perfect way to say goodbye we could probably keep going actually we probably could or you know we could we could we could end like john i want a girlfriend (laughs) 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 you know you mean for you hey my name's chris tobia yeah give me one good one i was i was kidding with that one oh (laughs) oh i thought you were talking about yourself I mean, well, of course, I would love one for myself, but I was just being like John and just kind of, you know. Because <laughs> John, yeah, just doing some John, John always asks that yeah, all the time, oh, I know. doesn't he? My girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice to have, but we'll see uh, what happens. You know? That's it. Well, supportingsiblings.com, this was awesome. We decided to do this after we had some fun and had stuff to talk about, and I think it was good. What do you think? I think I think yeah. this went really well. Yeah. I mean... It we'll just, have to run it by whiskers. <laughs> we 
Whiskers being my mother. Oh I mean, yeah, well. it's a sh- it's a shame that she couldn't be. <laughs> it's a shame that she couldn't be here with us. And I texted her today saying, um, I told her I'm like, if you didn't have to work, I would say join us. And she, she told me I had to laugh. She goes, I need my afternoon nap. And <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, well you know what, her and I, we'll we're gonna uh, we'll do a quick 15 minute wrap up. And, uh, or, you know, a little tack on her at the beginning of our next episode after she, we get her thoughts yeah. <laughs> the whole weekend. You know, hopefully she can listen to the episode and then she can get her thoughts on it in the next one. And, you know, who knows, maybe I'll join on for the next one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Got to get the regular updates. That's like us, follow us at supportingsiblings.com. Hey, you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger. Let's go fishing today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supporting sibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.